There's there's quite a lot on there, isn't there? I think mostly it's all. It's, it should really be all about you and your adventures over the last two weeks, because obviously you've been to that Canada that they have nowadays, and you've moved into your studio. You got a new MacBook. It has to all be about me, Rob. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's not, I'm just gonna hang up the call. We'll start with a um, is it an, an admission from me that I've I kind of caved in. It's mainly your fault, actually. Caved in and yeah. bought a 14-inch MacBook Pro. It's totally my fault. Sorry. Um, yeah, I've got no willpower. I had it for a bit, and then I suddenly thought, "Hang on a minute." Touchwood have still got because I didn't even know Touchwood had a a um apple store and touchwood is, is basically a retail park near us or not about half an hour away um i had no idea there was an apple store there and there is and they had quite a few in stock so i hot footed hot footed it there yesterday morning and um yeah bought myself a base level 14 inch macbook pro yeah and that would not have happened had i not pointed out that they had them in stock to be, to be fair it probably would have done i think i was starting <laughs> to feel a bit left out because everyone else had put their reviews out I've, I've had a few comments on twitter and on um youtube saying where's your review mark where you, surely by now you've got a 40 a base level 14 inch macbook pro i thought well better go and get one then so i did even though i've got a 16 inch version on the way in them in, um, Although not until the end of November. That that was part of the issue, really. I think it was either get something now or wait until the end of November. And knowing the luck that I've had with, or the the lack of luck I've had with um, with Apple deliveries over the last 18 months, I wouldn't be surprised if it slips into December. And that's just miles away. Well, you're not going to get your polishing cloth to the middle of January now. This is bad news, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what to do about that. 19 pound polishing cloth <laughs> have you seen the the unbox therapy video i haven't it's no, brilliant i won't I give it to. away but it's after this to watch it because it's um they make a really big deal of it he, he, to, without giving anything away he walks in with this massive like flight case and i think the, <laughs> the video is titled something like unboxing apple's most exclusive product and uh yeah it's great um but yeah, so I've got I've got the MacBook. I've got I've got it here. It's um I, I'm surprised that it wasn't part of the initial plan because it's kind of your MO, isn't it? You typically get the base model to to tell your audience, look, this is this is your minimum entry point and this is what you get for it. Yeah. It was the it was the plan. Um I had a few other alternative options for getting hold of one which didn't come off which i can't go into on the podcast but um they didn't work out unfortunately so um but yeah you're right that's always my kind of my thing i suppose in terms of getting the base level but having said that i did i also just wanted another 16 inch and i wanted to spec it up and get something that was really sort of beefy so and this is a lot of money you know we're, we're spending lots of money here and it's, it's tricky to know where to put your where to put your pennies but i'm really glad i've got this one now because it is it is like we say that base level expectation you know it's the the 10 core um cpu 14 core gpu it's the the cheapest inverted commas um new macbook pro that you can get and it's so oh, chunky but- I keep using this word. You can have this is going to be my new catchphrase. Um, <laughs> it's such a chunky laptop, and I, I love it. I love the fact it's chunky, but it's um, it really is like a power book. It, at times, I, I keep spotting it and thinking it almost looks wrong. 
And there must be people at Apple who are really uncomfortable with the way this looks. You know, the, the kind of the remaining Johnny Ive crowd who are, just want it to get thinner and thinner. It must be a very. There must be some pretty serious discussions going on about this. I think. I mean, but I mean, it, objectively, it's not actually that much thicker, though, is it? It's not. No, a lot of people have pointed this out. It's obviously it's just it's not tapered. It's very squared off. Um, but it's it just feels and looks thicker. I think because we've been so used to Apple devices in general getting thinner and thinner and for, for, for them to bring out something that is is bigger physically bigger and, and heavier it's really heavy and again it's not objectively like you say it's not that much heavier than the outgoing versions but it, it just for whatever reason it feels heavier um, that was the biggest thing i well, noticed when i first got it de- it's dense isn't it it's got it's very dense 500 billion transistors in it or whatever, <laughs> whatever the all those cores weigh quite a bit rob it's um yeah, yeah it's it's just a very chunky thing uh, but I love it. I, I love the way it looks. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I love the way it looks. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. These throwbacks that they're doing, yeah, with, with the the recent iMac, sort of as a just you know a little a, a nod to the past there, and then this with the the black keyboard. Well, it is you know it's got um, you know titanium PowerBook G4 vibes as you know everyone's pointed out but yeah as soon as i saw it on the keynote i was like oh yeah, okay i see what you've done there yeah. but no, i like it i like I'm, I'm all for um altering the dimensions of the device to suit the performance yeah rather than as they did with the, the previous revision which was make it too thin hit thermal constraints um because yeah i mean we, we've moaned many times about the macbook pro 16 and how it would the fans would spin up if you moved the mouse pointer too fast and that sort of stuff and that's, that's the thing of the past now yeah it's gone hasn't it no I, I agree i think they've they've totally gone down the right route with this um and you you know what the, what will happen with this they'll they'll create this new kind of design aesthetic that everyone else will follow so we'll, we'll start to get thicker windows laptops and chromebooks and things probably that, that, that look a bit like this um but yeah it's great it's um and sd card slot which that's just the dream isn't it they actually brought that's, back the SD card. Uh, not so bothered about the HDMI port personally, but I understand why people want it. I mean, it, it's there for when you're in a pinch, isn't it? For when yeah. you're in a business meeting, you need to hook up to a projector. Bang, there it is. Yeah, that's. I think it's it's quite comforting that they've done this because clearly it's not the sort of thing that makes headlines. But we've all been in meetings where you've walked in with a MacBook and you can't connect it to, to a projector, and it's just embarrassing. And as a professional, that it doesn't look professional, does it? So they're, they're obviously acutely aware of that, and they're also they must be aware of how many people have had that issue. Um, and there yeah. are a lot of people moaning that it's only HDMI two rather than yeah. two point one, so it won't support above sixty frames per second at four K. But it's it's not for playing. It's not for hooking up to your TV and playing no. games on. It, it's for those. It's for the. It's for work. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the main purpose, isn't it? Um, what else? Yeah, no touch bar. That's gone. It's consigned to the history books. I can't say I'm unhappy about that at all. No. I think it's the first time ever they've had full height function keys as well. You're right. I think it is, isn't it? Um, Which is nice. They're great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I don't miss miss the touch bar at all. I, I barely used it on the 16 inch. I think. Um, the only thing I ever used it for was in Ulysses to export a file. For some reason, I just went for the, the touch bar version of that. So I used it for one tiny feature in one application. That was it. Every other time, it just got in the way, kept hitting it by mistake. And I, I think I, I think I typed one emoji once, and the rest of the time it was just accidentally invoking Siri. Horrible. 
every time I went to Backspace. <laughs> Bizarre. Um, what else have they done? I really like the, it's only an aesthetic thing, but I do like the kind of etched in MacBook Pro on the bottom. That's yeah, that's, cool. that's a nice touch. And they've removed, I like everything about it. Yeah, and they've I removed really um, MacBook Pro from the front of the screen, so it's not on the bezel anymore. That's all gone. Um, it's great. And the notch, just very quickly, because it, it's not really worth laboring the point, in my opinion, doesn't matter at all. Having used this now for, for a day, um, it disappears anyway whenever you go full screen with an app. Um, I know there are some issues. I know you made some notes in the, in the show notes about, um, is it DaVinci that... Uh, it loses uh, its yeah, menu. Yeah, I saw a tweet from Quinn Nelson, the snazzy labs dude. Uh, and just, yeah, DaVinci has a lot of menu items, apparently. I wouldn't know, I've never used it. Um, but yeah, he was showing that the menu items sort of disappear under the under the notch. And also, iStat menus, if you've got a lot of monitoring going on, mm. that will extend from the right of the screen towards the middle. And, and if you keep adding stuff, it will go underneath. Um, and the iStat developer actually responded saying, yeah, there's nothing I can do about that. It's kind of part of the, the menu item API. They th- there are, um, they have made provisions for menu bar items. So developers just need to utilize that functionality and then have the, 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 the items on the menu bar will behave in a more sensible way. Um, but there is no such provision currently for the you know the, like the, the status bar icons menu bar icons up in the top right mm. um however i did see on mac rumors today there is there is if you right click get info on an app you can tell it to scale to below the notch so effectively oh, full okay. screen but without being full screen right so the menu bar just lowers to to, to be at, at the top with where it's touching the the notch if that makes sense so yeah. there are all there are all sorts of ways about it. i don't think it's a big deal no it's a bit it weird won't. that you can lose your mouse pointer behind it because it, it, there's something behind it you can if you move your mouse sort of through the notch it goes behind mm. it um which is amusing i mean i i, I think that, that's probably quite good though because if you're you know perhaps you're moving from something in the menu bar to you want to go and change the volume or something although admittedly you can do that faster with your physical buttons now but you know, just for example you want to move from the left to the right of the screen if it if the mouse pointer got stuck on that notch well then your finger would already have reached the end of the trackpad and you have to pick your finger up again and go That's back true. and move, yeah. the, move it around so very true um but yeah it's no big deal and the big thing it does it gives us a much bigger well not much bigger but it gives us a, a wider more expansive uh, screen um and they're not and you know the fact the bezels are smaller is great um and the screen itself is fantastic it's, it's, it's a really really good as you would expect from a macbook pro um a great oh, screen actually before yeah. we move on from the notch just uh, i just wanted to mention bartender so oh, yeah. I've, I've used for 10 years or so really i mean i don't i don't know the developer we're not sponsored by them or anything but you know i followed their work and they just seem like this is just one guy making useful tools that uh, that he likes himself and, and thinks other people would enjoy so uh, what bartender does is it will sort of consolidate all of your menu bar icons into um into a you know a button that you can press and then you get a and you can configure it in all sorts of ways you can basically have your your icons displayed to you in whatever way you like but yeah, yeah. that's worth looking at i i can't remember if it's part of setup is it on setup I think it might be actually, yeah. 
got a feeling it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm almost, almost certain it is, actually. Um, yeah, I've never used Bartender, so, but I know you've mentioned it in the, in the past. Ah, yeah, give it a go. Hmm. It's, uh, it's a genuinely useful little tool. So, yeah, so you were saying the prom- promotion display. Yeah. Um, What's the verdict? I can't spot it. <laughs> so, right. you, you know what it's like with the, with the iPad Pro? It's immediately noticeable. Particularly mm-hmm. if you go from a, a 60 hertz screen to that, it's just, it looks fantastic. Um, I'd forgotten that this had ProMotion until I was watching a review last night, and, and, and that, I can't think of it was. They, they mentioned the fact that the ProMotion was there. And I suddenly thought, oh, oh yeah, it's got ProMotion, hasn't it? So I went back to it, and the switch between 60 hertz and ProMotion, it's not much of a difference, really. It's a very smooth screen anyway. Um, and obviously, you're only going to see it on certain types of content, so if you're scrolling through web pages and uh, and and photos and that sort of stuff um but even on does, that sort of stuff can't does safari it. actually support it maybe not desktop safari um i'm sure i i haven't done any homework on on the promotion display at all but i'm sure i saw a tweet someone complaining that it doesn't make any difference in safari so i don't know whether maybe, maybe support for um variable refresh rate needs to be enabled in some apps and it hasn't made it out there possibly well, I don't know. Who knows? But, but I mean, um, aside aside from the 120 hertz, which was just frivolous anyway, how is it as a display? It's great. It's really good. Yeah, really pleased with it. What's really nice from my perspective is that it's got all of the Pro XDR display stuff built in, so you can change the, the reference mode. It's got a whole bunch of reference modes for photography and different types of um, you know, delivery modes for, for, for video. Um, that's really nice. That's, that's you know, From a photographer's point of view or, or a, um, you know, if you're color grading footage, it's great. And that's that's proper pro stuff. You know, that, that previously you could only get that on their £6,000 um, pro display. So that's really nice. Um, but yeah, it's great. And, and, and just the size of the screen, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a welcome upgrade over the, the outgoing 13-inch, I think. How's how's blooming? When everyone moaned about blooming on the uh, M1 iPad Pro with the Mini LED display, the twelve point nine inch one. I haven't tested it yet. Um, I've not done much tests to see how uh, you know sort of white text on a black background looks. Yeah, I'll, I'll do some tests and, with it. And also the the grey to grey response time. So one of the things that I I hated the most about my sixteen inch MacBook Pro Intel was that the display was noticeably inferior to my fifteen inch. Right in terms of grey to grey response time so there was quite bad ghosting on it and it, it may just be panel lottery i might have got you know been unlucky because you know sometimes they use samsung displays sometimes yeah. it's lg or whoever they're using now um but yeah so if you if you're in dark mode and you know that the three dots in the top left corner of every window yeah on my 16 inch macbook pro the red dot if you if you moved it around in a circle you could see a, a, a tail they would it would trail um, and scrolling text was 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 pretty awful as well. And yeah, because I, I had the 15 inch 2015 next to it, and yeah. I did the same thing on that. And no such issue on that. So in, oh, I'm going to try it now while we're talking. So in, in oh. dark mode. Yeah. Okay. Let's try. It, it's it's where you've got the sort of high contrast. You've got like a bright color against a dark background. Yeah. Let's have a look. This doesn't make for a very good podcast, uh, but I'm, I'm trying it. This is a live test. So, yeah, so you, you, you'd keep an eye on the controls at the top left of the window. Mm-hmm. We've just moved move the window around in a small circle at a sort of moderate speed. Mm. No, it's not bad. Yeah. A tiny bit, maybe. 
It's certainly not what no, you've it was, experienced, what you've no, described. It was very, it was very pronounced on the Mac no, Pro 16, at it, least the one I had. It looks okay. So, well, that's that's reassuring. That's good news. There's a few uniformity issues. I've always had this with Apple displays, where it's a little bit darker in certain corners. If you really look for it, it's there. But that's just a part and parcel of of the display technology, I think, really. Um, but it's all that stuff is beat by the just the colour accuracy and it's very bright as well, nice and bright. Um, yeah, really impressed with the screen. No complaints how, there. Whatsoever. How does it feel nippier than the M1? And the reason I ask is not because of the CPU performance, because the single core performance is the same. So for you know day to day tasks, yep. it's it's much of a muchness. What I'm interested in is the the actual sort of tangible effect, the increased memory bandwidth, and the ludicrously fast SSDs have because they're like five to six gigabits per second, crazy, right, aren't, they? aren't they? Which is insane. Absolutely crazy. The numbers are ridiculous that are coming out. Um, it's, it's too. Early can you to feel s- it though? Can That's- you feel it? It's a song. Um, <laughs> I I don't think I've had it long enough to to find out. Um, I'm going to be doing a bit more video editing on it today. I, I did a bit of a test earlier, which I'll. I'll go into in a moment, but um, I mean, it feels very snappy. But then, so even yeah, my my M1 MacBook Air that I've had for over a year now still feels snappy. Um, I yeah, I need longer with it. I think really, definitely. But the test that I did was quite interesting for for a couple of reasons. One which I didn't really expect, but um, I go a bit more into this in the in the video that I've done for for tomorrow. But I I don't do benchmarks, as you know. I've got no interest in them. But I, I did. I needed to do something just to see how much quicker it was. Uh, so all I did, I took a 20-minute piece of 4K footage, uh, 24 frames per second, 422, 10-bit colour, so a fairly chunky file, I think about 15 gig it was, um, and did two things. One of them was a, a colour grade just to get some rendering going. And the second thing was obviously was to export it to H.264. So standard stuff, nothing, nothing too exciting, all done in Final Cut Pro. And I did it on three machines. So I did it on the, on the MacBook Air, M1 MacBook Air, the M1 Mac Mini and obviously this MacBook Pro. And the if I go through the render times, so the MacBook Air, which is the base level, the one with the seven core GPU, cheapest one you can get, that rendered it in nine minutes and eight seconds. The M1 Mac Mini, which is the 16 gig version, the one that I've done all my, pretty much every video this year on, uh, that rendered it in six minutes, 37 seconds. And the MacBook Pro, the M1 Pro version, did it in three minutes, 14 seconds. So considerably quicker not surprised by that i mean it's kind of half of the time that i have to wait for for renders which is is not insignificant at all then i did the export and the on the, i'll come back to the, the macbook air in a moment the mac mini did the export in 12 minutes 53 seconds the macbook pro did it in 9 minutes 54 seconds so again three minutes saving not insignificant and it was a very simple piece of footage um but it, you can you can imagine scaling that up from three minutes across multiple videos that you do each week it's a lot of time saved so that's that was quite nice but interestingly the macbook air exported it in 10 minutes 20 seconds so it was two minutes quicker than the mac mini and everything was identical same version of logic pro, um, of final cut pro same footage nothing running in the background Every, everything was the same, but it was two minutes quicker, the MacBook Air, than the Mac Mini, and only, in fact, less than a minute quicker than the um, the M1 Pro MacBook Pro. Work that one out. That, that's a head scratcher. There must have been something going on. Maybe, like, Spotlight decided it was going to do some indexing at that point or something bizarre. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, but anyway. So, yeah, so going from, like, nine minutes export hmm. to three minutes export... 
for the matter of 1900 quid that's all right it is what i'm curious about is when you get your maxed out what three thousand eight hundred pound m1 max 32 core yep 32 gigs of ram yeah monster how much more time can you realistically save you're in you're very much in the realms of diminishing returns i think i think you absolutely are i'll, I'll reserve judgment until i get it but um yeah, I, th- I think this, this is the, the, the problem with these machines, I think, really. It's tempting just to get the most expensive one you can afford. But are you really getting back the gains in productivity? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> going back to the Canada trip, if I'd had this MacBook Pro with me on Monday last week, it would have been a godsend because I only had the MacBook Air with me that I could use for Final Cut Pro. Um, and it worked, and it, bless it, it did, a, it did a good job. But it was chugging along it was it, it slowed me down i was tired anyway so i, I needed a machine that could do things quickly um, and also i was worried about how long it would take to export the footage and all that sort of stuff and as, as we see in those results it would have you know comp- more than half the time in terms of doing that um so it would have been very useful but would i have needed a more powerful machine than this one Pro- probably not really um, but like i say I'll, re- I'll reserve judgment until i get it the interesting thing about the the base level for, or any of the 14 inch macbook pros i shouldn't imagine the battery life is going to get any better the more cores you pack into it but um it's rated for 17 hours of use isn't it yeah that's right yep which is curious because the 500 pound cheaper touch bar you know the m1 that was rated for 20 <laughs> so if battery life is the number one most important thing to you you're better off probably better off saving 500 quid and getting the the m1 macbook pro 100 percent, and it would do a brilliant job for, for most people in terms of what they, they need it for um, yeah i totally agree i think we need we, i think everyone needs longer with these these new versions of the macbook pro to, to get a real kind of um rounded opinion of it but we are i do genuinely think we, we'll start very quickly entering the the law of diminishing returns with it. Um, I mean, how fast can they get? And it makes you wonder how quick or what on earth they're going to do with the desktop versions, you know, the, the, the next Mac, um, the big iMac and the, the Mac Pro. They're going to be absolutely insane. Um, but to the point where you'd have to be doing some serious heavy lifting to even, uh, you know, even touch the performance they're capable of. So it's, very, it's a very yeah, exciting is- time. It is. I'm, I'm super happy for all of because it's, it's everything that we wanted in the last MacBook Pro. I was so disappointed when I upgraded from my trusty 2015 MacBook Pro that was perfect um, and got the 16-inch. And it just, it just annoyed me in a number of ways. And, mm. it, yeah, it was faster at certain things, but, in, you know, it didn't feel faster on day-to-day basis. Whereas the M1 Mac Mini that I got as a stopgap waiting for these macbooks Mm. to come out um that did give me that you know perceivable it feels nippy which is what i was looking for from the last the last one when i when i upgraded Mm. the trouble is that the mac mini is so good and excited as i am about the new ones and i got as far as putting it in my basket for pickup on launch day and uh, I couldn't actually, it turned out that I had some stuff came up. I couldn't get over to the Apple store on launch day. So I thought, right, I'll sleep on it. And then the next day I was like, you know, with the get cool new thing on launch day buzz firmly behind me, yep. and then the cold light of day, I was like, <laughs> do I really need this? And the answer is no, I don't think I do. I think what I, I, I would probably get, without even thinking about it, uh, an M1, uh, sorry, uh, an M1 Pro or M1 Max Mac Mini 
even when that ever occurs. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. Because, yeah, it turns out, and perhaps it's this is a consequence of the world we live in now, I don't miss having a laptop at all. No. Um, no. You know, the, on the rare occasions that I need to do stuff away from my desk, iPad Pro is more than enough. Yeah, I think that's for a lot of people, isn't it? I think for me, as you know, I've I've wanted to get back into having a, a fairly powerful laptop for video editing, and it, and now it's it's it will prove very useful simply because I'm going between here and the new studio. Um, so to be able to come back, because at the moment the Mac Mini is now in the new studio. So if I want to do any kind of meaningful video edits, if I didn't have this yeah, this laptop, I've got to go over there, which isn't the end of the world, but it's just nice to come back and do stuff in the kitchen and sat on the sofa and stuff. So, and the fact you can do it with these without singeing your um your important man bits is um <laughs> is just a, a dream as a rule i do i do prefer not singeing my important man bits if i can help it no that's definitely the show title so, how's magsafe uh brilliant yeah amazing and it's it's just like the old one really but it's it's definitely a more um secure magnet it, it still comes off very easy which is our point obviously but it's yeah it's definitely a, a much more satisfying kind of you know, click as it goes in um yeah i wonder if it is because obviously the last time any of us saw magsafe was quite a long time ago that's true and it would have been on machines that were quite old and i don't know how i'm not an expert on magnets i don't know how their power diminishes over time but i imagine with all of the clicks because they, they don't like vibrations do they magnets no, that's right so i think perhaps you know over two or three years of clicking it into place i wonder if actually it diminished over time so this these brand new ones feel amazing but they're actually objectively any stickier so possibly yeah the braided cable's nice though i'm all for oh, braided really nice. cables that the, the quality of the cables is fantastic again that's such a good thing from apple because you know you know my thoughts on the the auxiliary cable that you can buy for 35 quid um whereas this is yeah a bit like the, the mac um cables that you get with the new imac they're just fantastic. Yeah, really. Everything about it feels like you're getting a lot for your money. Well, it's the, the MagSafe cable is USB-C at the other end. So the it old is. power adapters used to be captive, didn't they? So if, it, yep. you, know, if you dropped it and you, you snapped, well, you'd have to buy a whole new adapter. But now if you've got a cable issue, you can just buy a new cable, yeah. which is just as well, because you can now buy a, what, it's up to 140-watt power brick i think that's that it yeah a lot of money i can't remember 100 quid it's about 100 quid i think maybe yeah. even more than that yeah. oh, is that because that, no, they they do three don't they you've got the 67 watt which is what comes with the the base level yep. which will not charge it it won't, won't do the fast charging which they showed which is 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 kind of pointed out when you go to check out but I, it's not as prominent not as, clear, as, it, as no. i would like so just uh you know public service announcement if you haven't been keeping an eye on this if you buy the base book the base, uh, I like that Pro base book, fourteen-inch MacBook. The base book, um, it uh, the charger it comes with won't do the advertised, you know, fifty percent battery in thirty minutes. However, if you already have a ninety-six watt or above power delivery, you know, like a hub or something, and you plug it in via USB-C, that will charge. Do Which the is really charge. good news. I think with the sixteen-inch, you get by default. I think the the bigger one. All, all of them, except for the base 14, you will get a power supply that yeah. will do the fast charging. It's only the base one. But at checkout, you have the option of upgrading it for 20 quid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I bother. I don't. I, I, the fact that you can, if you if you're really stuck and you need to charge it quickly, and I would I would 
expect that most people have got some kind of USB-C power delivery capable power supply yeah. at this stage. Or even the, you know, even monitors can charge at that those sort of rates. Um, you know, if you really need to charge fifty percent in thirty minutes, plug it into something else. Something, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I think the the fourteen inch base MacBook Pro is probably good enough for most people most of the time. Uh, if I uh, uh, but for the nice to haves for the for the mini LED display and the ProMotion mm. and for the MagSafe and for the function keys and for the SD card slot, I think the performance at this at this stage is immaterial. I don't think most people are going to be able to take advantage of that. It's a little bit like the iPad, isn't it? I think that we get to that stage with Macs now where they're just they're, most people won't touch the. I won't either. I mean, I I, I probably wouldn't push this one. I, I definitely won't push the sixteen. Uh, sorry, yeah, the sixteen inch um, M1 Max version. Unless I suddenly go down the 8K route, which I've got no intention of doing, um, it's I'm just not going to touch it. Really, I think for a lot of people they just want it, don't they? A bit like me, I, I just wanted that to have that power there, that kind of headroom, and um, yeah, it's it's a matter of choice, I suppose. But for I, I agree with you. For most people, even though I've only had this a day, this is a stonking laptop. I think, and um, for the money, it's not cheap, but I think you know you'd get four or five many more years out of you if you're willing to keep it longer um they're just great machines we're, we're in a very good I, place now i think i haven't done a deep dive on it but i think um it's probably actually you know relatively speaking the best value i'd agree with that because i mean okay so you're, you're losing two cpu cores and two gpu cores that you weren't going to use anyway no like your experience with the seven core macbook air yeah, it's fine does it you just can't tell the difference yeah. um so yeah i think uh yeah, so, so i decided that i don't need one i think i'll probably hang on for whatever the next um macbook air is or the next mac mini that's, that's more my level because i'm not editing 4k 10-bit footage no no it would be a waste wouldn't it in that respect i suppose but i think that mac mini if and when that arrives like you say it'll be amazing absolutely amazing um that'd be hidden a little a little gem that most people won't be aware exists i don't think but um, as you and I have experienced the current Mac Mini, the current M1 version, it's just a. I love that computer. It's amazing. I'm going to get mine framed. I think. I think when it when uh, when it gets replaced by the 16-inch MacBook Pro, it's going to have a special place somewhere. Have we covered everything MacBook Pro-wise? Was there anything else? What have we got? So we well we discovered that we we yeah, we covered the, <clears throat> the 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 notch, the ProMotion display. We covered MagSafe, the SSD speeds. Yep. The touch bar and return of ports what it's like to use i think that's pretty much it that's pretty it? much it isn't it yeah we'll, have to well, well apart from that you get you get pro stickers in the box oh yeah i've not even looked at them have I'd, you yeah. not oh, right, well, yeah no well it's a pro product so you get of dark course. apples oh right okay that's well, how you know it's pro i better go and get them out and um, stick them <laughs> everywhere aren't they? i've got thousands of apple stickers i've never done anything with yeah okay moving on then so i tell you what, just very quickly on, on the whole unleashed event thing there were well, there were some other bits weren't there which um are fairly boring but we'll go through them very quickly uh the apple music voice plan i don't i'm probably not young enough to understand this but um it, it's what is it <laughs> it is a really cost-effective way to get apple music as long as you've got an internet connection so there's no offline playing streaming only um, and you can only control it with your voice. Okay. Which is very similar to the Echo single device plan, I think it's called, where if you've got an Echo for three ninety nine a month, 
at least that's what it is in the UK. I'm sure it varies around the world. So just under four pounds a month for that one Echo device. You can have Amazon Music Unlimited, and you just ask she who should not be named, "Hey, you know, play me some Fleetwood Mac, or, or you know, whatever the situation is, uh, or you know, play me some genre or a playlist or whatever, and it will go ahead and play it for you." For an extra pound a month with this Apple Voice plan, you can get a similar experience, but everywhere that you have Siri. So it's not constrained to a single device. Um, it, the, the only drawback is that you've got to have a, a, you know, a live internet connection because it's streaming only. You don't get lossless. You don't get Atmos. It's just you, you want to listen to music um, and you're okay with requesting. But to make it easier, they've got all these sort of curated playlists. So they know talking about these curated playlists like amusingly the one that's that made me lull was island vibes <laughs> i kind of want to check it out i want to know what island vibes sound like i'm always at home um, thinking what i need right now is some island vibes <laughs> happens all the time so yeah so i i quite like it i, I think there was some confusion i think it wasn't explicit that you, if you had a particular song that you wanted to listen to you can do that it's not right just okay. these like curated playlist that's how it came across got, on the on the it the was because they really pushed this you know we, we've got music to suit your mood kind of angle and i think it's because they were excited about that the fact is if you just want to listen to a particular song you can ask for it and, and you will be able to hear it yeah so that's quite cool i think four pounds a month it's not bad is it reasonable. i suppose if you fill your home with with home pods and you're not fussed about like you say anything other than just playing music whenever you want to then it, it would save you a bit of money wouldn't it Right, and it means that you don't have to use the horrible Apple Music app. Very true, which is always a good thing. That's always a good thing. Which, I don't know what it is with their music and content. Because I, I have like a whole bunch of issues with the podcasts app as oh. well. I frequently get, in the search bar, I get like a, you know, when you, if you, you search and everything's working correctly, you'll get like a short list of mm. matching search terms, sort of stuff that matched your search term. But I frequently, in the podcast app on Monterey, um, and before actually I, I, that drop down will come and it'll be blank and it'll just persist mm. and it will stay there even if you close the podcast app and open it again i just it does my head i mean it sorts itself out eventually but in the meantime the app is completely gimped it's horrible so it does my head in the worst thing i find about it is that you can't finding the latest episode of a podcast is almost impossible it's completely yeah, the, the, impenetrable the syncing is pretty bad as well yeah i i, I mean I, i've been back to overcast now just for because it's i think the best one out there but um it's just apple podcast is horrible and like you say music isn't much better really it's um still pretty pretty useless um so, yeah, so i think well if you can get your head around uh, you know having to request your music verbally hmm. it's probably all right and plus you can now request them on some more colorful home pods home pod minis yes sorry that's very true yeah that was exciting well it wasn't exciting at all was it? um <laughs> are, are you gonna get yourself a, an orange home pod mini no, I've, I've got no HomePods. Although I, mean, I yeah, and the reason is that I've got an Echo in every room, as I've, we've discussed previously. Mm. However, I, I am getting increasingly annoyed with them. They just seem to be getting, you know, more senile as the weeks go by. Um, and I guess that's probably because they want me to go and buy one of their fancy new ones with a. a they've got their own chips now, and they called like the AZ two yeah. or something that can recognize your not only your voice but your face as well and display 
content that's relevant to you. So you've got multiple people in your household. You've all got Amazon accounts. Um, then, you know, as you go up to one of the new Echo shows, it's got this chip in it that will recognise your face and show you your reminders or your shopping list or your deliveries, your calendar, whatever it is that you have told Amazon about. It'll all come up and it'll be personalised to you. So that's kind of kind of cool. But they're 250 quid or something. I don't... I, I don't want to buy that. So, so yeah, yeah well, I I got that portal recently, which has got got uh, you know echo capabilities built in. It's got a fifteen inch display, it's a lovely thing. So that'll do for now. Yeah, and I can play Apple Music on that. What more do you need? I think for for ninety nine quid, I think it's, it's a pretty good it's a good little device. I've got one here, but all, all it does it just acts as a Siri device for turning on the lights beneath my desk that's the, literally the only thing it does at the moment but um i've got bigger plans for it but it's it's fine sounds all right um can't get too excited about it certainly can't get too excited about additional colors but that's that's apple for you isn't it um that was pretty much most of in fact all of the event wasn't it it was yeah, mu- music and macbooks we've done macbooks, MacBooks to death and the rest of it isn't all that interesting yeah it does make you wonder what's next i mean i, I, I my assumption is that we'll see a the, the big iMac probably earlier next year i would have thought that's probably gonna be the next thing and hopefully that mac mini maybe that will be the next um next event we'll see well you've got to wonder what's going to happen with the mac pro as well if we if, if they're whacking 32 <laughs> gpu cores in a in a laptop then the mac pro uh, well, and that, that that's the thing is that the m1 max is essentially the equivalent of uh, an 18 core xeon mac pro with an afterburner yeah. in a laptop and it performs that way on battery yeah and an xdr display thrown in as well and yeah, and an XDR-ish display thrown in. So, what the actual Mac Pros are going to be like? The mind boggles. Yeah, well, there was there was a Mark Gurman report, which I'm just trying to find now. Um, where is it? He took <laughs> this is it. So, so he basically said this was a tweet from Mark Gurman. He said, um, for those who think the M1 Pro and M1 Max in the MacBook Pro are impressive, the new Mac Pro desktop is expected to come in at least two variations. 2x and 4x the number of cpu and gpu cores on the m1 max that's up to 40 cpu cores and 128 gpu cores on the high end just what are you gonna do with 128 how much how what kind of resolution and foot what what do you have to do to use 128 cores of gpu Um, i guess we'll find out even mk mkbhd couldn't use that could he um but there you go crazy times Right, what's next on the list? What else are we going to talk about? I see you put a note here about my new studio, which I'm not in at the moment. I'm speaking yeah. from, the, from the bedroom. How's that going? <clears throat> um, it's, I, it's a bit bare bones at the moment, isn't it? It I is, yeah. Re- newsletter readers will have seen some sneak peeks. It's basically a table. It's a table. And an unsafe, an unsafe power strip. I fixed that. There's now a... Oh, you fixed yeah, that? Yeah, I was thinking of you. I put a track down, so it's, that's fine. I, I won't, I won't ah. trip over it. It's only me in there. Me and the dog. So we're both fine there. Um, no, it's it's... Great having that space. I think the fact that I was away for a week last week didn't help things. It's um, put me back a little bit. But um, yeah, I've got some plans this weekend to spend a bit of time in there getting some more stuff in. And um, I've got my acoustic blankets now and all that sort of stuff. So the, the soundproofing is going to start start taking place. And that, that's the biggest thing, really. It's getting the my set um, set up and then obviously the getting the sound sorted out and it's I think I mentioned this last time that it's I was a little bit worried about road noise and stuff but it's not actually that bad I've, I've spent quite a bit time, of time there over the last few days and it's not too bad it, it won't need too much um, to get rid of that that background noise but yeah it's just lovely having that space and I've, I've, I have used it I've been using it for b-roll you probably saw some of the b-roll that's um, 
featured recently that's um, that was all shot in there uh, the b-roll for the macbook pro video was all done in that in that room and um yeah it's, it's just it's just lovely having that that kind of area and um yeah it's lots to do but i think i, I reckon with probably within the next two or three weeks i'll be fully in there in terms of filming Need to be. When, need to make when's it work. the net, when's your uh, standard issue YouTube a brown leather couch arriving? <laughs> so, well, it's either brown leather couch or like a sort of a light, a neutral grey fabric couch. But is it, there, there's surely there's got to be a couch on the way. There must be like I'm always wondering is it is there like a YouTube shop that you get this stuff from? Like a YouTuber a YouTuber store? There isn't. There should be. Shouldn't yeah, there? Definitely should be. Um, so yeah, yeah, lots planned with it. But like I say, it's just it's just getting the time to do it. But it's um, it's being used slowly. Hopefully, I might do the next podcast from there. See how that see how that goes. Could be fun. The only slightly challenging thing at the minute is that everything is. I've got half of my stuff here and half of my stuff over there, so I'm kind of going backwards and forwards and forgetting forgetting memory cards and, and all sorts. But that's all good fun, all part of it. So I, th- I think we do need to to cover your Canadian backpack full of Apple stuff adventure. Yeah. So you went away for a week on business and decided to take every Apple device you own in a backpack to see which one was the most useful. Yeah. So which one was the most useful? Really stupid idea, firstly. that I think that the biggest issue with the number of iPads, so I had an iPad Pro 12.9 inch, the iPad Air, and the iPad Mini. And combined... Well, it wasn't just the iPads. It was iPads plus Magic Keyboards, which weigh the same again. Oh, yeah. So device. You, you can imagine all three of those combined in a backpack with a MacBook Air as well. And also my FX3, the Sony FX3. Um, I I didn't think about it too much, but when you, you know when you, you, you're conscious of how much you're worth walking around with a backpack full of that gear um, in a foreign country and going through airports and things. And that horrible thing where you put all your stuff in the uh, security, you go, you go through security, you have to put them in those trays. I don't know if it is, hopefully it hasn't ever, ever happened to anyone, but I always think I'm going to go through, get searched, get to the other side, it's just all gone. And this would have been a very expensive trip if that had happened. Uh, thankfully it didn't. Um, but yeah, so the iPads were a pain in the ass, to be honest. Um, it was nice having the the twelve point nine inch was quite handy going down because on the train I had four G on that, which was just useful because um, Wi Fi and trains in this country is pretty pretty useless. Um, but that's the only time I used that that one, so I could have left that at home really. Um, the iPad Air a couple of times in meetings stood in for me than compared to in, in place of the MacBook Air, but again, didn't need to, so that could have stayed at home. The Mac, sorry, the iPad mini was very useful. I used that throughout the week for note-taking, which is exactly why I bought it. It's very small. It's you know, easy to chuck, to chuck in the bag. So that was definitely what, what, worth what, taking. What did you take your notes in? Uh, notability. Yeah, only notability. And it's, uh, it's great, really good. I did try what the one you, you mentioned last time. Uh-huh. The name of which uh, escapes me. Um, Nibu. Nibu, that's it. Um, which, like you said, the, the handwriting recognition, that is just nuts. Um, but I don't tend to use handwriting recognition. I, t- I tend to just leave my notes as, as written notes, basically. So there wasn't a huge oh, so benefit. Subsequently sort of OCR it? Or... Not really, no. So it wasn't. A, it's very impressive, but it just didn't, didn't really, um, wouldn't make a difference to me. So yeah, all in notability. So that, that was great. iPad mini was great. Um, the MacBook Air was fantastic in terms of being a stand-in for the Mac mini for the video editing. Um, but none of them came anywhere close to being as enjoyable on that trip as the iPhone mini, iPhone 13 mini, 
which is just, so, I'm in love with this phone. I'm so boring about this phone. Um, but interestingly, whenever you, you meet people and they spot your phone, they, they always, you always, well, not always, but quite often they'd say, is that that new iPhone? Is that, is that the small iPhone? Let me have a look. And they'd pick it up and start using it. And nine times out of 10, they'd say, oh, this is perfect size. This is what I want. I don't know if I'm just living in this kind of little microcosm because I see the same thing on my, on my YouTube comments. A lot of people saying, this is the size phone I've been looking for. Whether or not I'm just seeing a very small subset of what's going on, I don't know. Or if this is a wider thing where Apple have stumbled on something, particularly with the 13, with a better battery life, etc., where it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a bit of a sea change. I don't know. I, th- I think it is the... I think it's the celebrity that comes with an iPad mini that's the most enjoyable thing, which you haven't had for a while because nobody cares about phones anymore. When was the last time anyone said, oh, is that, is that, the, new, uh, is that the new iPhone? No one. No, no one says that anymore because they all look the same. They all do the same thing. But the, the, iPad, the iPhone mini is different. Mm. It looks different. Yep. It's, and so you, I think even though it, just, it does the same as any other iPhone, I think the thing that sort of sets it apart from the others is that that newness. It feels new and exciting in the way that phones used to. So totally that's, agree. I think that's probably the biggest thing about it because objectively it doesn't do anything different to any other phone. No, but that's one of its strengths, really. I mean, one of the reasons I liked it so much on that trip is because, one, the battery life was just great. I, I forgot that I hadn't charged it most days and it, it kind of left the charger at 6 o'clock in the morning. I, yeah, I might have gone for a run with it and then spent all day checking it throughout the day and then come the evening sort of 10 o'clock it was still 20 30 percent left um really impressed with that um the other thing was the camera and again i I got a bit bored of of iphone cameras i think we've been through a few dodgy versions of the of the iphone camera over the last couple of three took two or three um generations but the 13 camera is just incredible i i took two or three shots which were I was particularly impressed with one of which I put on the blog, which was this kind of very early morning, still dark, um, a kind of a wet street, lots of reflections, um, very quick handheld shot, obviously, you know, straightened it up. And that was the, pretty much the only editing I did. I didn't do anything else with it at all, straight out of the camera. And it looks amazing, I think. Such a, one of, the, one of my favourite photos I've taken with a with anything, actually, let alone, let alone an iPhone. Yeah, it's a fantastic photo. It's ridiculous that it came out of such a tiny little device. Crazy, isn't it? And, you know, having fun with a wide-angle lens as well, there's so much you can do with that. It's just, it was such a great little device to have and just so small, never felt it in your pocket. It's, yeah. I hope this isn't the last the last version. Yeah, fingers crossed. I don't know, everyone always seems to say that, you know, all the analysts are like, oh, it's not selling well. But, like, everyone who has one loves it. Yeah, I wonder if that's by because by default most people will go with the the regular thirteen or the the Pro or the Pro Max. They, they don't even think about buying the Mini. Maybe that's maybe that's why they're not selling. People because I was a little bit concerned about the size of it, about the size of the screen and the battery and all the rest of it. But as it turns out, when you get one in your hands, it's it's actually fantastic. So yeah, that was that was the Canadian trip and. Um, a very, very tired video that I put out last week, which <laughs> I think is the first video I've done where you can you can see the um, the mic in, in frame at the top right of the, of the screen. Right, what's next? What's next on the, on the huge list? There were some other events, weren't there, last week? It wasn't just Apple. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff been going on. So, yeah, so the, uh, Apple had an event, and then the next day Google had an event, and then the next day Samsung had an event that no one cared about. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a very busy week that week. 
What do you think about the Pixel 6? I, I like the look of it. Um, and they did, a, they did a pre-order offer, which unfortunately expired yesterday. So long gone by the time this goes out. Hmm. But uh, they, they, were, they were throwing in a pair of Bose 700 wireless ANC headphones with the pre-order of a Pixel 6 or 6 Pro. Wow. So if you consider that the Pixel 6 is a £599 device and the Bose 700 is a 300 quid odd, that if you were in the market for some good noise cancelling headphones and a new Android phone, that's a pretty incredible deal. It's not bad at all. However, the sort of initial reviews of the Pixel 6 series have come out and apparently the in-screen fingerprint reader is a massive step backwards from the old ones. Okay. For what and, reason? Uh, it just is just less reliable, less responsive. It's just it's just bad. It might be fixable software, who knows? But yeah. Mm. And there was a, there's a guy on Discord as well. Um Wes, uh, he got a 6 Pro, sent it back, didn't like it. Wow. And he that's coming from a Pixel 5. So you'd expect that a Pixel 6 Pro would be everything that you loved about your Pixel 5, but better in a number of ways. And he was like, it just wasn't. So I sent it back. I'm, and he's going to get an iPhone mini. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a change, isn't it? it? Because, because it feels new, because it's exciting, yeah. it's different. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what where we've got to with, with phones, I don't know. I think. So, the, I mean, so one one interesting thing about the the Pixel. Sorry, carry on. No, go for it. The the uh, Pixel Pass. That was probably the most exciting thing about the Google event, aside from their leaps forward in various AI things. They're actually like baked into the camera app now. You can. I think it's called Magic Eraser. I've seen you can this. Just tap on. Huh? I've seen this. Yeah, it's incredible. You just you know tap on something you want to take out of the photo, and it's gone. And there've yeah. been many apps that you could do this with before or you know if you're a bit more hands-on you can do it in photoshop or mm. pixelmator or whatever on a desktop um but yeah to actually have that baked in to the camera app workflow so you take your picture oh i don't like that just take it out there and then mm. that's pretty crazy but also uh, as like an uh, a step forward from that is sort of motion blur effects and stuff so you can take a picture of someone on a you know on a bicycle and then it's smart enough to know oh, there's someone on a bicycle and then you can blur motion blur everything around the bicycle to make it look like they're going faster than they really were yeah. so you know just sort of bring some drama and dynamics to the to the photo so there's really clever stuff and they showed off some um live translation they got uh marie kondo you know the uh minimalist expert that uh, lots of people enjoy on the Netflix. Yeah. Um, they were having a, 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 a back and forth conversation to the, the two speakers' native languages, and it was just flawless. It was amazing. So yeah, I mean, I, I, they're the absolute kings of AI, and we knew this already because earlier in the year they were talking to planets and stuff, and it's just completely bonkers. But Pixel Pass is. You know, in an earlier episode, I talked about the notion of iPhone as a service. You did. It's that. So you were ahead of Google and Apple. Yeah, they, they ripped me off, basically. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> no, so yeah, basically you pay one monthly fee and you get, you get your flagship Pixel device, YouTube Premium, so you get all your ad-free videos, you can play stuff in the background, picture-in-picture, picture, that kind of stuff, YouTube Music Premium, Google Play Pass, which is like their equivalent of Apple Arcade. You just get a bunch of ad-free 
games, hundreds of ad-free games. Um, Google One, 200 gigs of cloud storage. Um, And it's like 40, 50 quid a month or something. So it's very reasonable. It's a good package. Yeah, that's not bad at all, is it? I wonder if Apple will follow suit with with it. Probably not, actually. They've got got their Apple One, haven't they? And that's probably enough for them. um, Well, I think think they may well respond to that. I think we'll have Apple One Max. Apple One Max. Pro Max. That's great, isn't it? Um, I, lo- I love what Google are doing with the Pixel. I, I love the the Pixels. You know, I, I think the the photo capabilities, I think, are widely regarded as probably being the the best on the market at the moment. Uh, shame about the the kind of you know fingerprint sensor, but maybe... yeah, it was just all a bit meh. Apparently, hmm. just the, I sort of just, just had a very lukewarm reaction. Which you know, you, you take with a pinch of salt when you're looking at the sort of tech review crowd. But when you have someone actually come on to the server and talk to you about their experience, they're like, yeah, I didn't like it. As a Pixel fan, they didn't like it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, we'll see how that one pans out. I'm sure there'll be lots of people that love them as well. Definitely. But, uh, the, yeah, so this, the, you imagine you had this blockbuster Apple event on the Monday where they just blew everyone's minds. And then you had the, the Google event, which was good. You know, they okay. showed off some yep. nice stuff. And then there was the Samsung event where basically they announced like a, a, uh, a Samsung configuration, you know, a, a customization service. So, you know, like you've got Apple Watch Studio and you can try out, you, you can see how oh, yeah. all the different yeah. cases and straps look. And then you can order that combination that you like the most. They're doing that for the Fold and the Watch now. So you can get a completely sort of bespoke, color-coordinated foldy phone and watch okay direct from samsung which is quite cool that is pretty cool um and also as part of that in their new one new i4 so one new i is samsung's you know flavor of android they have basically ripped off google's material u that i really like in android 12 you know where you can color coordinate all of the elements of the ui based on a photo so you you say well look, this is the photo i like and it will pick out the sort of key colors in that and then theme your whole os to match that they're 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 doing that too now nice nice i think um just the galaxy watch very quickly do you know anyone with the galaxy watch i've never met anyone with the galaxy watch no no it just it just interests me that they're still making them because you don't i don't think i've ever seen one in in the flesh either but someone must be buying them I think it's going to. I think the tides are going to turn because of the partnership of Samsung and Google. So whereas yeah. Samsung sort of went off on their own, and they made their ties in OS, and then Google, I want to say, were you know focusing on Wear OS, but they weren't focusing on it at all. That's the problem. Um, but it's now been. It's just Wear now. They've rebranded it Wear. They've teamed up with Samsung, and I think the Galaxy Watch is the least worst Android smartwatch you can get. I hope it does kind of come out of the woodwork because. The Apple Watch needs some proper proper competition, doesn't it? It's, um, yeah, it's getting a bit stale in my eyes. But um, interesting. There's another phone as well, wasn't there? The Sony Xperia Pro Pro I is that? Well, I imagine that's a one Pro One. Oh, because it's got a one heard, inch. I haven't heard anyone said say it out loud. I mean, it is an I, but yeah. like Roman numeral I. Okay. So. Um, yeah, this is just in the last day or so, actually. Mm. Uh, it's the new Sony Xperia. And, you know, I, you know, I love the Sony uh, Sony cameras, Sony phones. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over that. They've basically, they've crammed the one-inch stacked CMOS sensor from an RX100 into a phone. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. 
Um, <laughs> and like you've, you've put in here, like the iPhone, by comparison, for context, the iPhone 13 has a 0.5 inch sensor, so it's, it's double the size. Um, yeah, oh, so, so it's the first, apparently it's the first one inch sensor camera phone with phase detection, right. autofocus. Wow, okay. That's going to be... I, I love what Sony do with this stuff, and Sony. I, I'm the same as you. I love. I love Sony cameras. They're they're fantastic. Um, although you put here, there's a slight catch that the lens doesn't cover the whole sensor, so you get 12 megapixel photos rather than the 20 megapixel. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. just due to the dimensions, there's only so much glass you can fit on the back, so it it only focuses on, you know, the middle part of the sensor. <laughs> but I, I think that's it's still, from a technical point of view, it's still streets ahead of any other camera phone oh yeah technically and if, if it's got the um, same eye autofocus tracking as the you know the bigger cameras then that's mm, crazy it has Bonkers. yeah so it's got eye eye autofocus object tracking in video which wow. wasn't a thing before well, I, I think it would make an excellent vlogging device because they, mm. they showed off some uh some wacky accessories as well so it's like a you know a grip handle and you would want to use that whacking great big one inch sensor and the big lens on the back um and so you've the, you can get a grip handle and also a monitor so you can film yourself using the the full camera that's on the back of the phone which means you wouldn't be able to see the display yeah you can get a, a monitor as well and a, a bunch of other stuff as well but yeah i think as a as a portable vlogging device that would be spectacular yeah for the sounds of it you could you could also use it for for your b-roll and stuff as well quite quite yeah. happily Absolutely. Save an awful lot of money on on because you, you can spend a lot of money with Sony cameras and okay, I don't know how much the the, the M phone is but it's going to be a lot less than buying a a you know, kit and a you know, lens and body all the rest of it so that's for, I, I might check that out probably not for yeah, me go, go, but go and look at it. I think it might be up your straight yeah the last thing on the list is um, Sky Glass which is only something which is for our UK audience really but we can very quickly highlight it um, I think this looks really I'm really impressed with Sky on this I, I don't particularly like Sky um, I've had a kind of troubled relationship with them over the years but um, I was genuinely surprised and um, quite impressed with what they've done with this one because I think from the looks of it the so basically for the uninitiated it is sky is the uk satellite tv provider of choice for most people um and this is their own tv set which has the service built in you don't need a, a dish and it's um it looks nice and, and and the tvs themselves like you say go up to 65 inches um they look well made from the, the reviews that i've seen they they, they are they're, you know they're, they're, they're nice bits of kit they're not too expensive i think you can buy them outright or you can pay for them monthly um and yeah I, i'm really impressed with these yeah i mean you, you can buy them outright i don't think anyone's going to do that because no. they offer this tv as a service where you just pay monthly over four years i think yeah so you can get one of their tvs and the associated service package so you can actually watch stuff on it uh, in a size that is appropriate for your living room mm pay a monthly fee then after four years they'll take it away and you start again you get a new one i mean they're not going to be groundbreaking in terms of picture quality but they are qled i'm sure you know, yeah. it's, it's going to have decent peak brightness contrast levels yada 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 you know or, or most displays are pretty decent these days so yeah so it's not oled or anything you know too crazy um but yeah just the notion of being able to pay a single monthly fee have because 
thing about Sky now is that you can add on Disney and Netflix. And everything. It's just a one-stop shop for all mm. of your digital entertainment needs. Um, and now they will sell you a telly as well, which is, it's got like an Atmos soundbar in it. Yep. Um, Different colours. I think you've, you've mentioned here, it's like yeah, an iMac-like. Sort of anodized aluminium iMac-like um, enclosure with matching remotes. I mean, it's still the same SkyQ remote that you made, <laughs> the touch, the SkyQ touch Damn remote. It. But at least you can get it in different colours now. Yeah, it's very unlike Sky, this, isn't it? They must have had someone come in who's a bit more inventive and a bit more sort of brand-focused. I disagree. They've been trying some really cool stuff. So yeah. a couple of years ago, they teamed up with uh, DVLA, didn't they? The, um, the really super high-end premium. You must have seen their... I didn't it's probably see not this. a name you're familiar with. I think they're a French you know, high-end audio company. And their most... Uh, well-known product. It's like it, it looks like a shell. Hmm. It's like a Bluetooth speaker that you can sit on a plinth, and it's got uh, subwoofers and all sorts of stuff. I mean, it, it's just a ridiculously over over-engineered Bluetooth speaker. It costs about upwards of two grand. Hmm. Um, and they also do so. They're quite well known for their super low noise, accurate solid-state amplification technology. Anyway, Sky teamed up with them to launch a soundbar. The bowl accounts is very good. Okay. I did not know um, that. I don't think you can get it anymore. I don't think enough people bought it, but mm. it was, apparently it was all right. So, yeah, I like it. I like that they're doing these these things. Yeah. And I, I'm i quite tempted. I think I might get a Skyglass TV. Why not? Go for it. Cool. I think we're at the bottom of the list, Rob. It's been a, it's been a long but a good one today. Um, I yeah. Genuinely, I don't understand how we managed to cover all of that stuff. I didn't think we would. I, I really Especially as we would. spent a good, like, 40 <laughs> minutes just talking about the MacBook Pro. <laughs> Which was inevitable, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go off and test this a bit more and see. Because by the time this, this podcast goes live, the video, my video review will be on the channel as well. Uh, but I want to spend a bit more time with it. So, And uh, who knows, in two weeks' time, maybe you'll have your own MacBook Pro as well. Stop it. <laughs> you made me buy this one. Huh? You oh, made me buy yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't complain, can I? <laughs> cool. All right, Rob. Cheers. All right. See ya.